Hallelujah, Lord. Let's just praise him a little bit more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, you know what the Bible says? If the ones who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. And I, and I see that hungry look on y'all face. Amen. <laughs> I want righteousness. And our righteousness is in Christ. Amen. It's not in us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But you all know my word uh, that the Lord had prepared in me today uh, has already been preached between Sister Shauna and the bishop. <laughs> but I'm, I would do it anyway. I would do it anyway. <laughs> Let me tell y'all a funny story. When I was in Pastor Brian's church, you know, I was speaking this one Sunday, and Pastor Brian, I promise you, he got up and said everything I was going to say. And I called myself, I'm going to change it. The Lord told me, don't ever do that. <laughs> you say what I tell you to say, and you do what I tell you to do. Woo, Lord. I learned that hard lesson. Amen. So y'all can go and speak my word <laughs> that the Lord prepared. Because you know what? This is the truth. You know how it works, though? It says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. That's how the word gets established. I said, Lord, I'm so sorry I did. I don't know what came over me to make me change, want to change up. Amen. So I'm not going to change up today, saints. I learned that hard lesson. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you straight with no chaser. <laughs> Praise God. I just want to reiterate, though, the fact that next week we will be here in the building merging with Everlasting Love. And I can't wait to see uh, Minister Drake Carr. I can't wait to see him. Amen. Amen. Please don't miss it, uh, saints of God. Amen. And invite all the young folks. Y'all know they need it. Amen. This is the opportunity now to invite them. I'm going to try to get on all my sons, their friends, all the young folks I know. Amen. Amen. This is the time to invite them. Amen. You know, I was, I'm, I'm working on this word. I'm going to let y'all in on this one because the bishop, uh, she, she spoke about it. The, the title of this word that I've been working on is you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> I've been working on that word. So when she said that, I'm like, woo. Wow. Amen. I've been working on that word, Bishop. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Yeah, so next week, uh, I'm going to send out some texts and stay on top of that. And you all just keep be mindful of these young folks. Amen. Because what she said is really true. You know, we, we, we have to train them. The Bible says train up a child in the way they should go. But they don't like training. Huh? So they run. Oh, I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> I'm going to talk about today why they do that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> why any of us do that. Amen. <laughs> so my message today is entitled, Why Do We Need God? And I really enjoy when the Lord was putting this in me today. There's so many reasons why we need God. Amen. But I'm going to show you what the Lord showed me just recently. Amen. First of all, Sister Shauna read this. It says, when we need, 
When we need, God knows. Say amen to that. He knows what we need before we even ask. But it says, when we ask, he listens. Amen. <laughs> amen. And when we believe, God goes to work. Amen. <laughs> Then I got this scripture here, Romans 7, 19 says, now this is, this is one of the problems of us in flesh. <laughs> says this, for the, for the good that I would, would I do not. <laughs> but the evil which I would not, that I do. <laughs> That's Paul speaking. He said, I want to do good, but I just find myself doing evil. <laughs> It is not your fault. We, this flesh is in a fallen state. Amen. Amen. And let me say this to you. You all know God is a spirit, right? And we must be led spiritually. Amen. God created us in his image and likeness. So you know what that means? <laughs> Man is a spirit too. Amen. Amen. But because of sin, because of disobedience, we are housed in these flesh bodies. Amen. But they didn't know. Before Adam sinned, they didn't know nothing about flesh. They didn't know nothing. They was naked. The Bible says they was naked and was not ashamed. They didn't know a thing about some flesh. That wasn't God's plan. Now, we, we live in these flesh bodies because of sin. Amen. And so, uh, but well, let, let me give you this great evidence right here of being led by the Spirit. When our spirit leaves our flesh body, what happens? It dies. <laughs> the spirit leaves, the body is done. That's a hint. That's letting you know you are spiritual. Amen. <laughs> That's conclusive proof that we should be led spiritually. Huh? Without the spirit, the flesh dies. Amen. <laughs> Why would you allow something dead to lead you? Oh, you got to think about that one. <laughs> Why would you allow something dead to lead you? Oh, God poured that into me this morning. <laughs> See, we were created to be in relationship with God. Amen. And not live independent or self-dependent lifestyles. See, apart from God, we're in our flesh, and we, we only produce dead works. Amen. The flesh is weak. You all know that, right? It's sinful. It's lustful. Amen. We cannot allow the flesh to lead us. That's why we need God. Say amen to that. God's will for us is to never be led by our flesh. On the way to the cross, Jesus made this powerful statement right here. He said, the spirit is willing, but <laughs> the flesh is weak. <laughs> Look, I was talking to the bishop last night, and she said the same thing. I said, you in my word. <laughs> she, she said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. But she was talking about she was tired because she'd been going so hard for the Lord. She'd been doing this and doing that. She was just tired. She was talking about her flesh. Spirits don't get tired. <laughs> God is a spirit. <laughs> He doesn't get tired. Uh, and we really should be happy of that because we keep bringing him the same nonsense. But he don't get tired of you. 
Hear me. He is not tired of us. <laughs> you know, sometimes we get, we get the word of God twisted. That's why we got to keep studying it. Because in Genesis it says, uh, you know, God rested on the, on the seventh day. And, and people say, oh, he was tired. He wasn't tired. He was done. <laughs> he finished the work. But people misinterpret. They say, oh, God was tired, so he had to rest. No, sir, we Bob. <laughs> he doesn't get tired, saints. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Let me show it to you in the scriptures. Now watch this. Turn in your Bible to Isaiah chapter 40. And I want you to start at verse 28. It says, has thou not known? Where we at, Jeremiah? There you go. Has thou not known? Didn't somebody just read that to us? I didn't coach you. That's why I say God is having his way already before I even get to the pulpit. I didn't say, hey, I want you to read this particular. I just said, would you read a scripture? She said, sure. I want y'all to see what's really going on. God don't get tired. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? <laughs> see, out of the mouth of or that's how it gets established. See, I couldn't change that. Now she got up there and read that. Now the old me huh, with, 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 that lacked understanding would change that. I said, oh, she read that already. I got to do something similar. Oh, no, I don't do that. God, God scolded me so bad for doing I don't do that no more. I'm going to give it to you just like he gave it to me. But God bless you, Sister Shana. Please know you in the spirit. Huh? Which, I got to ask her a question. Was you in there when God was putting that in me or something? I just need to know. Hey, praise God. When she got up and read that, did y'all see that shock look I'm looking like? How in the world? <laughs> Beloved, God doesn't get tired. Amen. He's a spirit. See, the spirit is willing. The bishop told me this last night on the phone. But the flesh is weak. Amen. Look at verse 29. It says, he giveth power to the faint. See, if God got tired, where are we going to get our power from? We, we relying on a tired God? He don't get tired. Huh. He giveth power to us. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. When we get tired, we go to God who strengthens us. Amen. Look at verse 30. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Even young folks. We're going to get them in here next week, though. Amen. We got, I want to be mindful of that. I'm going to keep that on y'all mind. We want to get them in here next week. <laughs> they say, but they get tired. <laughs> I used to, when young folks used to tell me, I'm tired. You know, I had this saying, I would always say, you're too young to be tired. But they get tired. <laughs> they get tired too. Amen. What have you been through to be tired? I'm just tired. What do you mean? You're 20 years old. I'm in 60 something years. How are you going to say you're tired? Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you this tired and weary is not determined by age, saints, but by the Spirit. Amen. 
We need God. I'm showing you why. Amen. I'm showing you why. Verse 31 says this. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. What's the formula? Trust in God, waiting on the Lord, depending on the Lord. Trust God for his strength. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Sister Shana. <laughs> that was amazing. I love when that happens, too. Because <laughs> it lets you know you're on the right track. Amen. It's so powerful. I want to talk about the nature of man in the flesh. Not only tired, but naughty by nature. <laughs> we need Jesus. Everybody say, we need Jesus. <laughs> Have you all ever heard of this hip-hop group? I talked about this group last week called Naughty by Nature. <laughs> they got this song called Hip Hop Hooray. Amen. <laughs> and they had a lyric in one of the, in this song right here that says, and I'm going to ab-lib a little bit because I don't really want to say it how they said it, but the, it, it boils down to the reason we did the bad act wasn't that we hate you, we naughty by nature. So it's saying we did that to you, not because we hate you or we mad at you, we just naughty by nature. <laughs> That's just the way it is. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. See, in these flesh body saints, we're naughty by nature. We have a sin nature in the flesh because Adam failed. Amen? He sold us out. See, we're in a fall in this flesh, we're in a fallen state. Amen. Amen. Remember, God didn't intend to have us in any flesh. We are to be led spiritually. We are spiritual beings. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, God's will for us is to lead. Thank you so much. God's will for us is to lead. Be led spiritually. And I'm going to show you all the scripture real quick in Galatians 5 and 16. If you would turn to that for me real quick. Galatians 5 and 16. It says, this I say then. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So in order to keep your flesh under, you got to walk in the spirit. See, God is a spirit. We walk in him. We need God. Amen. Amen. Now, unfortunately and fortunately, two major things happen. But y'all want the good news first or the bad news? <laughs> I'm going to give y'all the bad news. Unfortunately, Adam failed and threw us all in the sin. <laughs> I was unfortunate. Threw all mankind into sin. Amen. But fortunately, Jesus died and paid the sin debt and freed us all up. Everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. That's why we're in here shouting and jumping and running around because we're free in Christ. Not in ourselves, in Christ. Amen. So to get around the dilemma of our sin nature, our naughty flesh, we need a savior. I'm trying to show you why we need God. 
See, I'm answering the question. Why do, you need, why do we need God? We need God because we have a sin nature. We need God. Amen? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. In our flesh, saints, dwells no good thing. Please know that. See, life in the flesh is just simply sin and death. And the law of sin and death was made weak by flesh. <laughs> Did you all know this? Because when I found this out, I was quite shocked. That the flesh is not subject to God. <laughs> you know, when I, I, saw, I was like, what? What, Lord? <laughs> Everything is subject to God. That's what I thought. Amen. <laughs> but, but the flesh is not subject to God. Not so. God is in control. Please hear me. But everything is not subject to him. All right, now let's look at it in the scriptures. That's a big statement. Turn to Romans chapter 8. Let me show it to you. <laughs> Romans chapter 8. Let's look at verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So if you're in Christ Jesus and you walk after the spirit, you can't be condemned. Amen. Condemnation comes from being led by your flesh. That's why we need God. Amen. Look at verse 2. It says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. See, we're not under that law anymore. Walking after the flesh puts us under the law of sin and death. We all in the spirit. Amen. We, when we receive Christ as our Savior and Lord, oh, our spirit came alive. It connected to him. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It made us free from the law of sin and death. Amen. <laughs> it, don't, it doesn't say we cannot sin. We can still sin but we don't no longer pay the penalties for sin in the Lord. Oh, please hear me. Please hear me. Look at verse three. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. It's condemned. Our flesh is contaminated, but God sent Jesus to condemn it. <laughs> It, it no longer has the rule over us anymore. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 4. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. Jesus consent, condemned the sin in the flesh, right? You all know how he did that? <laughs> Praise God. I don't want to miss this. You all know how he did that, how he condemned that sin in the, in the, in the flesh? He allowed it to be crucified. That's how he condemned it. The same thing we do today. Amen. There's only one thing you can do with your flesh, saints. Don't team up with it. Don't be his friend. Don't feed it. Don't give it everything it wants. Crucify it. That's what you got to do. Every day. <laughs> Look, you hear me, cousin? <laughs> I do a murder every day. Huh? I do a murder every I have to. I know what it's capable of doing. I, I used to give it its way. 
I know what it'll lead me into. So I get up and kill it. I say, how you do that? How you do a murder every day? Okay, let me show you how to murder it. It's what you do. First thing you do, you get it up bright and early. It don't want to do that. No, let me sleep, let me sleep. Shut up! Don't let it talk back either. You get it up bright and early every day, and then you know what you do? You throw it straight into the presence of the Lord. Oh, it don't want to read no scripture. Like, what, what are you doing with me? I'm hungry. I got to go to the bathroom. I need, you don't get nothing. I'm going to ready to read these scriptures. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> I got to show you how to kill it. And then if, if it get too out of control, that's what you do. I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you all what to do. If it get really out of control, then you fast it. It'd be like, oh, you going to act like that? Oh, you ain't eating today. Oh, please feed me. Please. I got to have breakfast. I got to have. Shut up. You want to fast all week? <laughs> See, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready for that. Uh, y'all ain't ready for <laughs> See, anything that you don't feed will die. That's how you kill it. Just don't feed it. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to bless you all. I'm trying to be a huge blessing to you today. Amen. <laughs> All you can do with your flesh is crucify it, saints. Get it out of the way. And then, what does the scripture say? <laughs> and now, now the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Amen. Amen. Look at verse 5. No, let's look at that. The righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit, right? Verse 5 says, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. See, they listen to the flesh. When the flesh say, I want to do this, I want to do that, you just, you just give it this way. Don't do that. Kill it. Crucify it. Jesus had to prove that. that Jesus, who, who came for, to die for our sins, wanted to show us flesh has to be killed. <laughs> flesh has to be killed. It'll make you do things that it, it doesn't care. Because what did I make? I made a statement before I begin to read this that it's not subject to God. Right? We going there, right? We going somewhere with this, right? All right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. It says, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So always be after the spirit. That's why you want to get it up and, and get, start reading scriptures to it right away. Let God talk to you first thing in the morning. He'll fix the whole day for you. Don't you know he'll prepare the whole, he, he, he's so anxious for you to do this, huh? So he can start talking to you just like he hooked me and Sister Sean up. See how he did that? He, he brought that word before I even stepped up here. <laughs> That's what he does. And he's going to do the same thing for you. He'll have respect to persons. He won't do it for me and not do it for you. <laughs> he's going to do the same thing for you. You're going to get up your flesh, going to be talking about what they want to do. And you're going to throw it in the scriptures and the Lord going to start talking. And you're going to say, wow, I was going to do this today. But no, now I'm going to do this. this. And you're going to see an awesome day in the Lord. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 6. It says, for to be carnally minded is what, saints? It's death. The carnal mind is the fleshly mind. 
But to be spiritually minded is what? It's life in peace. Here we go. So do know, first of all, that the battle is in the mind. When I'm talking about the flesh, it's a fleshly mindset. That's what the world has. You see how it acts? All these shootings and killers and just making these crazy laws. It has a fleshly mind. It, It don't care what God is saying. It's not subject to him. Oh, I got to show this to you. Huh? So the battle we know, saints, is in the mind. Amen. Contrary to that, spiritually minded is after God, which leads to life and peace. Amen. That fleshly mind leads to death. (laughs) That life and peace is everything we want, isn't it? That's why we need God. And God is a spirit. He's life. He's peace. Amen. Amen. Y'all ready for the punchline? Okay, here you go. Look at verse 7. It says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. What does that mean? It's against God. For it is not subject. It's not subject to the law of God. Say what? Everything is. What do you mean the law of God? The law of God is God. God is his word. Amen. The law of God is God. It's saying, I'm not subject to your law, God. I'm not subject to you. That's the carnal mind. <laughs> Look, that's why. Okay, now let me read this again. It's going to make some sense to you now. Let me read this to you again. <laughs> it said, for the good that I would, I do not. It's the carnal mind. <laughs> but the evil which I would not, that I do. It's the carnal mind. See, you say, well, why do I keep doing this? I know I want to serve God. I want to do the right thing. But your carnal mind is not subject to God. It's a war going on inside of you every day. As soon as you wake up, the war begins. Boom. Who's running this? Flesh say, I run this. Spirit say, shut up. Okay? Now you got to say, Spirit run this. Let me get some spiritual words in me. See, I'm trying to show you how to get going right away. Amen. (laughs) And the war rages. It just keeps going on. Huh? Who you going to succumb to? That's the question. Amen. But if you succumb to this carnal mind, it's going to be against God. It's against, it don't care what you're talking about when you say, but I just learned yesterday that I, throw that out the window. This is what you need to do today. That's what it's going to say to you. (laughs) Why? For it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. Why is that? Why can't it be? Because it never was supposed to even be. It never was supposed to. It's not the will of God for our life. That's why when we check out of here, when our spirits do leave these uh, contaminated bodies, amen, it's going to, we're going to get a new, brand new, what? Glorified body that doesn't die, (laughs) that lives forever. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 8. So then, they that are in the flesh... Cannot please God. See, the fleshly mind is not subject to God, so it's no way it can please him. If you choose to allow the dead in you to lead you, you will not be pleasing to God. (laughs) 
See, the flesh desires things of the earth, saints. But the spirit is stayed upon God's will for our life. Amen? Amen. Jesus was about to be crucified. And he asked, Lord, is God, is it any other way? <laughs> and then he said these powerful words. Not my will, but your will be done in my life. <laughs> That's spiritual. <laughs> huh? He was thinking, is it a way I can save the whole world without crucifying his flesh? Ain't no way. <laughs> you have to crucify it. See, what I'm telling y'all, you, you got to do this. Amen. If you want to walk with the Lord, you got to crucify your flesh. Get it out of the way. You're going to be so glad that you did. <laughs> it can lead us into some of the craziest things, can it? Now, let me talk about y'all. Verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. <laughs> we need God. Everybody say that. We need God. God is a spirit, and the spirit of God lives inside of us. It rules. It keeps our flesh crucified. It keeps it under. Amen. I'm going to be off Romans for a second. Give me Galatians 2 and 20, because it says it all, really. Galatians 2 and 20, this is what it says. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless what? I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, okay? And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That's life right there. Amen. We live in these flesh bodies by faith in Jesus who loved us and died for us. Back to Romans 8. Look at verse 10 now. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life. Why? Because of righteousness. See, when we invited Christ to live inside of us, the body died because of sin. And the spirit began to live. Because of Christ's righteousness. Amen. Amen. <laughs> See, before we didn't have any righteousness. Amen. Spirit had nothing to hold on to. We had a lot of dead works. But once we invited Christ in, now he's righteous. Huh? So now our spirit grabbed on to that. Amen. Amen. Because of his righteousness. Amen. Look at verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus... I heard the teacher this morning talking about raising up uh, Lazarus. Amen. <laughs> and I thought about that. I'm like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. But if that spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. See, so when God's spirit lives in us, it quickens our dead body. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. When we allow God to dwell in us, all great things happen, saints. He will raise 
up your dead body just like he did Jesus, just like he did Lazarus and everybody else he raised from the dead. That's what he does. Amen. Everybody say, we need God. We need him. We don't want to be dead. Amen. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, listen to this, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. So when your flesh starts talking stupid to you, you know what you tell it? I don't owe you anything. Yes, you do. You got to feed me. You got to do. I owe you nothing. <laughs> you weak. <laughs> you don't want to obey God. <laughs> it's not subject. I got to crucify you today. We all murderers. We got to kill that flesh every day. <laughs> we murderers. Amen. Our old flesh is dead. Now we enjoy these new divine life given to us by Jesus Christ himself. Say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's why we always say that. The dialect of a believer is thank you, Jesus. Amen. We always say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's how we talk. Thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> we know in our flesh, dwells no good thing. We're a mess. So we always saying, thank you, Jesus. In him is life. In him is righteousness. In him is peace. In him is love. Everything we need is in him. <laughs> Can't help but say thank you. But just think if you was in a restaurant. You're in a restaurant eating and they just bringing you everything you want. What you saying? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, can you bring, oh, I got that for you. Thank you. Oh, well, I need a nap. I got that. This, I got several of them. <laughs> Everything we need is in him. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. 13 says, for if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. See, this is evidence of the war that's going on inside of each of us. Huh? We must mortify or kill the deeds of the body daily. We got to crucify it. Amen. Last scripture in Romans, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, who are we, saints? The sons of God. See, we got to be led by God's Spirit. I wanted to really show you today why we need God. Amen? That's why. Because in our flesh, we're a mess. Amen? We all messed up in the flesh, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I, I just ask if you all would pray with me right now. Lord, I just, we humble ourselves to you now, Lord. Because we need you, Lord. And you made it perfectly clear why we need you. Because we in that fallen state because of Adam. But with you, with your son Jesus, we're in that resurrected state. You raised us from the dead. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you did for us, Lord. Thank you for what you do for us daily. Thank you for those things you do we don't even know. Oh, we know you're always doing something on our behalf and you don't get tired. <laughs> oh, you don't grow weary, Lord. 
Oh, so we thank you, Lord. We know we can run to you daily, and we do. We depend on you. We trust you. We need you, Lord. <laughs> There's no other way for us to do this thing outside of you. <laughs> so we thank you again, Lord. Thank you, Father, for all that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.